I'm Sutton, and this is I Can Sell That, a podcast on marketing. Today, we're going to talk about visual decision-making, a major aspect of modern marketing. Visual decision-making is simply defined as the process consumers go through when they make a decision on a product based on the visual they see attached to it. Photo, video, billboard, commercial ad, these are all examples of visuals we see that influence our choices in what music we listen to, what shoes we buy, what shows we watch. Visual decision-making in marketing is rampant on social media platforms where one image can make a brand or person go viral. So it's key to understand this and use its power to enrich yourself, your brand, or your business. Have you ever heard the phrase, we love with our hearts, but lust with our eyes? This also applies when you're selling something. People may love your product, but it will have to attract them first before they ever buy it. Marketers have the opportunity to capture consumers easily with stimulating visual marketing. It is not unlike a seduction. You're seducing people into buying your product, into falling in love with it, but you've got a date before you get married. I wanna take this moment to note that this applies to anything that is a product. Whether you're an artist, personality, offer services, sell products, or rent out a vacation home. These principles will be very useful in helping you convince audiences and customers that you are worth their attention, time, and money. Because with visuals, you're creating an experience for your audience. You're actually creating a new reality, the idea of a better world that exists, but not for them, yet. They'll need to buy your product, listen to your music, consume your content, or book your property to experience that awesome new world you've shown them is waiting for them. The intense relationship between consumer behavior and visuals is key for marketers and has the capability of unlocking a lot of power for the person selling. Different factors, like color psychology, emerging digital trends, and emotional design, all play a part in why people become interested in something. It's up to you to harness that power and use it to gain more attention for your brand. So let's break down visual decision-making and how you can create a professional process for yourself to make a more successful, developed marketing plan for you. Every day, people are making decisions like what to do, where to go, and what to buy based on visuals they see. Your audience is being inspired by visuals. Therefore, you need to begin to build your brand's visual influence. Plus, people are already making decisions based on visuals. Think about this. When was the last time you made a purchase online from a site that didn't have a photo? When was the last time you went to a restaurant that you found on Yelp that didn't have any photos of the food? Chances are not lately, or at least not as recently as when you did something after looking at photos first. For marketers, using visuals the right way creates better opportunity to captivate and attract more people. It tells them what to think about you, what to imagine. Capturing someone's imagination is key in marketing. Remember, Visually, you are your brand's curator. It's up to you to decide what the world of your product looks and feels like. Those choices need to directly correlate with things that are honest and organic to your brand itself. Remember, selling yourself or your products as something they aren't will just frustrate and alienate customers and followers. Your marketing through visuals is priming the audience on what to expect, so make sure you're telling them to expect the right things. As a marketer, you can't control everything about your brand's image, but you can curate the visuals that already exist online to tell your story. People are most likely to share the images you put up, 
So in that way, you can maintain control to a certain degree and make sure that the correct messaging is attached to your name, brand, or product. Now I'm going to get into ways that you personally can start this visual marketing journey for yourself. Even if you've put out ads or have visuals online for your brand, it's worth another trip through this specific process. Your marketing should always be evolving so that it doesn't get stale. Remember, when you're telling your story and marketing your brand with visual content, you'll need to connect with your audience through the language that speaks to them most. More on that later. Additionally, visual aesthetic is super key in the emotional decision-making process that the consumer goes through when they are picking what they think will be a good choice. So there are multiple reasons to use this. Before we begin, I wanna give you some numbers so you can understand just how important visual branding is for you and what you're missing by not giving it extra care and attention. Here are some visual decision-making stats that everyone who's trying to market themselves needs to know about. For instance, did you know that colored visuals are proven to increase people's willingness to read a piece of content by 80%? 90% of the information sent to the brain is visual, and 65% of people are visual learners. Only about 10% of heard information is retained three days later. However, if a relevant image is paired with that same information, 65% of the information is retained three days later. That's a huge jump. 60% of consumers are more likely to consider a business whose images appear in local search results. The average person only reads 20% of a web page, but will view every image. 63% of consumers say that good images are more important than product descriptions. And 53% of consumers find images more important than ratings or reviews. Additionally, people who shop on their phones say that images are the most important feature when they're deciding whether to buy or not buy. 75% of Instagram users take action, such as visiting a website, after looking at an Instagram advertising post, while 43% of consumers are influenced to purchase by photos they see on Instagram. Overall, 67% of product users say that images are very important when making a purchasing decision. Additionally, people who view a video are almost two times more likely to purchase than someone that didn't view the same video about the same product. So. Now that you understand the importance of what we're talking about here, let's get into how to make your brand visual in five easy steps. Step one, stop thinking about visuals as just the secondary thing to the text or story, like an Instagram post, ad, blog post, or any form of written content. People aren't typically online to read. Text is often smaller than photos or videos, so consumers' brains are going to the visual content first and primarily consuming that. With this in mind, you need to start thinking about using your visuals to tell a story that stands independently of any text. The most important thing to remember when you're stepping up your visuals is to focus on your true values as a brand and the concepts that will relate best to what you're offering. To begin, revisit your brand's core philosophy. What experience are you looking to create for the consumer? What world are you building? If your brand sells hair care, it's probably a world with no bad hair days, right? You can expand on that. What does that look like? Plus, how can you contrast the other world, aka the world of bad hair days, with this new world of the best hair ever? Maybe it's a photo of a woman in terrible heat whose hair is still smooth, while the women around her all have hair that's frizzy, teased, or matted from the weather. Now we can see the benefits of this new good hair day world. 
You'll be immune to bad influences on your hair and superior to others who don't have the product. You just told a story through a visual and didn't have to say a single word at all. Write down your core brand values. What do you want customers to take away from your brand or business? What assumptions do you want them to make? Fill out the world of what their experience would be like while consuming your product. How will it make them feel? What stress will it relieve? How will it make their life better? How do you want them to feel about you, about your product? Use specifics, not phrases like, it's good, or I like it. The more specific, the more easily you can make focused visuals that show that message. It makes me feel smarter. It makes me feel prettier. It makes my life easier. These are the kind of phrases we are looking for. Now that you've heard some examples, consider, how can you build stories for your brand off of those core ideas? Imagine you're convincing people to believe these things about you and can only use a picture or video to do that. What can you use to show them these things are true, to persuade them, to help audiences get from A to B? Start there. Step two, start developing your visual story. Now that you're clear on the core values and messages you wanna share and are thinking about visuals to support those values, your next step is to create a storyboard the same way that directors do with their films, TV shows, or commercials. This is not a mood board, something designers and stylists create to gather ideas for their brand, a shoot, artist, or character. This is a map of the literal path that someone will take through the visual media you are laying out for your brand or business. Think about it. Marketing for every brand has an end goal. Buy this product, listen to this song, subscribe to our service, eat at our restaurant. Therefore, there's an end location you are driving them to that corresponds with this goal, whether that's the website to book the hotel, Spotify to listen to the artist, Audible to buy the audiobook. There's a place they start when they first see your marketing and a place they end up, the site they go to to consume or order it. That path takes them from someone who doesn't know you to someone who trusts you enough to use your stuff. The storyboard should include the key moments that you want people to experience along that path. For example, the first ad or post they would see would be a start point. The end point is where they listen, purchase, or subscribe. It's up to you to shape the experience in between. Those different points of media also tell a story. You have the opportunity to use more visuals to get more information across you can develop their experience even more. After you've developed your storyboard, you can move on to designing the visual story. This is where the mood board aspect comes in, collecting colors, photos, and inspiration for your future work on this. One of the central elements of any visual story is color. Choosing a color scheme for your brand's marketing is super important, and it will give you a uniform, recognizable aesthetic that will help people better connect to your story as a whole. It also causes people to take you more seriously as a brand due to the distinct and professional choices you are making. Choosing colors that your visitors and viewers will respond to and connect with and aligns with your brand is essential because colors do influence customer perception of products and brands, especially when it comes to first impressions. During marketing, most consumers make a choice about what they are seeing within 90 seconds, and 90% of them will base this perception completely on color choices that you've made. Think about the impressions of colors. Is your brand exciting? Then gray is probably not the right choice. However, consider how abrasive a color is before integrating it into your marketing. It will most likely become a large part of your eventual web design. Certain colors can be overly harsh or give off the wrong vibe, 
Look up color brand psychology on Google to see a chart of different brands and the colors they use and why. It will open your eyes to the power of color and major brand similarities that exist within similar palette choices. When you're clear on your colors, decide. What kind of images will support my story? A girl with great hair, a happy family, friends laughing, an edgy guy against some graffiti? You can also include photos that inspire you but are not connected specifically to your brand and support your brand's theme and persona. Consider tone and personality here. What will your viewers respond to and associate with your brand? Photos of sunglasses and a towel for resorts are one classic example. Jail bars, cash, or drug baggies are classic visuals for gangster rappers courting a dangerous outlaw image. You can also use quotes that tie into the theme of your company. Anything that reinforces the message you've decided is important that people understand about you, your product, or your business. Just remember to stick to your core values. If you're reaching for a more dangerous vibe with your brand, don't use photos of kids or families. Alternatively, if you're going for family friendly, avoid posting pictures of partying or smoking. If you're a sensitive artist, don't use visuals of violence or intense scenes. As we mentioned before, the visuals need to match the core of the branding itself. Take stock of what you've created with your storyboard and mood board. Simply, with your own intuition, curation, and choice, you've begun creating a story here. Your world building, giving things texture, color palette, and feeling. Emotion should come out. Ask a friend or family member to give you their impressions as adjectives they feel looking at the materials you've made. If their reactions match your brand values and ideas, you're going in the right direction. Step three, decide on your voice. Yes, you're telling a story with images, but you'll also need to write too. Your emails, captions, comment responses, etc., should all have the same voice and personality, one that aligns with your brand. Consider who you want your written presence to be based on how you want your customers to feel. Do you want them to feel like they are in a special group? You'll want to use exclusive us versus them language. Or are you just talking to moms and families? Use language that is normative to them. You need to talk to people in language that they can understand. Highly educated people often assume that everyone is on that level with an extensive vocabulary, but most people aren't. Make sure you know who your audience is and how they talk. You could be losing people based on the voice you use in writing associated with your marketing. It's also another opportunity to connect with your audience. Choosing the right words affirm their suspicions even more that you're exactly the right choice for them. Step four, finalize your visuals. Now it's time to really do the thing and decide what you're gonna put out there. Whether you're generating your own content or editing pre-existing images to fit your brand or business with your marketing plan, take everything into account that we've talked about so far. In terms of materials and ways that you guys can make this stuff, um, I recommend Canva. It's a free online site for design and a membership to Envato Elements if you're looking to download multiple images for your brand art and visuals. They also have great stock video that you can download, just everything for one price. Individual licensing can get expensive for one-off photos. For instance, if you're buying a license to an individual photo on Shutterstock, it could be $75 for one photo. So you are definitely better off getting a membership to a photo hosting site that allows you unlimited downloads and licensing protection. 
So nothing associated with your brand is ever taken down for copyright infringement. Envato Elements is super affordable. That's the one that I use. And I also make commercials off of the footage that I get to download from there. They also save all your downloads. It's nice, like check that out for sure. So I want you to start a library of images. If you have a ton of professional photos and product photos already taken, go through your albums and select the images that will align with your visual strategy and the story you want to tell. Build from there, even if it's just one pick. Feel free to retire images if you found something better, especially as you keep working on this. Look at them in the context of your storyboard and what everything says together as a path that a consumer might walk down on their way to get to know you better. Make sure you're hitting the points that you wanted to hit, even if you have to make tough decisions and ditch images that you love. The message is the most important thing. Stay focused on promoting that with the visual and avoid getting caught up in cool visuals that have actually nothing to do with your brand or your vibe. Step five, start sharing. Where will you be using images most often? On your website? as ads in a gallery? Will you be holding contests on social media and building an audience on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Will you be sharing on pages tied to local businesses, partner with organizations? Before you kick off your strategy, be sure to sit down and get absolute clarity around that. The clearer you are, the better your results will be. This is another example of knowing who you are talking to and adjusting accordingly to be successful this is another example of you knowing who you are talking to and adjusting accordingly to be as successful as possible. Imagine the person reaching the image and what context they are doing that in. Are they scrolling on Facebook? What would make them stop? Test your images in the same circumstances they will eventually appear. Do they work? Are they attention grabbing? Do they give you the feeling you're going for? Sometimes the effect of visuals change when they are smaller or larger. Make sure you know what your ads or visuals look like in the different areas they'll appear. And make sure that they still give the same message you felt when you were working on the content at a full screen size. Whew. So there was a lot of information in this episode. I would just say to make sure that you do all the steps that we talked about to ensure you're getting the best creative visuals possible for your brand. Remember, you have the power to influence people's opinions about your music, product, or services. You just have to make the effort to use it. This has been I Can Sell That, a podcast on marketing. Tune in next time for more insights.